Hello and welcome to the Halifax Roundtable, a complimentary production to the alien RPG campaign, Halifax, Precious Cargo Betwixt Dragons and Ghosts. Every episode features players from the Halifax Alien RPG campaign. We talk about Alien RPG, the Halifax storyline, and relatable themes. This production is an audio export of the live YouTube stream. If you watch our live stream on YouTube, you are given the chance to become involved by interacting with us and asking questions. Subscribe to the Ties That Bind Gaming YouTube channel so you get an alert for the YouTube live stream. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Halifax Roundtable. My name is Joe and sitting with me at the roundtable tonight is Nate. Hello, Nate. Hello. Oh, there we are. Uh, I'd like to start the first episode uh, with a brief explanation of the Halifax Roundtable. So bear with me for just a moment. Um, What is the Halifax Roundtable? So it's basically a place for us to, for us Halifax players to talk about Alien RPG, the Halifax campaign, and anything else pretty much that comes to mind. Um, The Halifax Roundtable is also for all of you out there who might be listening. Um, So feel free to ask questions in the YouTube chat, and we will do our best to answer as many questions as possible at the end of the segment, or if we have to, uh, during the segment. So... Um, with that said, mentioned my name is Joe and, uh, I play mother and Andromeda and Imogen and dog. What would we name dog again? Um, uh, we did name him, but it was, <laughs> I totally forgot I what we named him. dog, but, uh, yeah, I don't, we did Grim. name him in the, in the, yeah, there we go. Grim. Grim. Yeah. That's it. Grim and pretty and, much all every other NPC out there. And you do all that while running the game. Yeah. So, it's fun stuff. <laughs> and all we have to do is show up. Yes. Um, how about you, Nate? Uh, I'm Nate. I play Cato Swan, the uh, company man. If you're familiar with uh, the alien universe, uh, that's uh, the equivalent of Burke. Um, I believe is the right name. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm the guy with the ulterior motives and, uh, you know, the shady past. So that's right. Um, and then as part of the crew, we also have, uh, cable who's our, uh, esteemed pilot and ward, our medical officer and, uh, the captain, um, sorry, the captain's name. Carson. Character name is Carson. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And uh, Parker, the who plays Cable, was supposed to join us tonight, but his child got sick as well as he, so they won't weren't able to, or he wasn't able to make it tonight. So hopefully next time. But anyway, that said. Moving on to talk about a little about our experience with tabletop RPGs 
um, what did what is kind of RP tabletop RPGs that you start out with? You know, I uh, most recently I had um, a couple year long Pathfinder campaign that we kind of did right out of a book uh, with a group of us. We did that in person. Um, you know, I came up back in the days of, you know, the satanic panic and, the uh, you know, D and D was the tools of the devil. And, uh, so, you know, we played a lot of pen and paper, you know, back then and I have, uh, still have my modules, you know, from advanced D and D and, uh, you know, the, the color in dice and stuff that, um, so it, it's neat. It really holds a, you know, RPGs in general hold a special place you know, in my heart. And I, I, I'm a sucker for any, you know, video game kind of RPG, open world and side quests. And I'm, you know, I'm there for it. Yeah. Same here. Same with board games too. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a, give me a board game with a nice campaign and uh, I'll stick around forever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, um, so I played a lot of D and D too. I was, that was, I played, um, I played riffs first. Uh, but I can't really remember too much about it. It was just me and another guy. And then um, I played uh, D&D. Started with 3.5. Okay. Yeah, and I still have all my books, too. And uh, and some. And still have my character sheets and everything. <laughs> but uh, it's funny that you mentioned the satanic stuff, because the first campaign that I played, we were looking for somewhere to play. And my friend who was also a part of the campaign said, Hey, we have a, a uh, trailer that's parked around back of the church that my, that my father is the pastor of, you know? Um, so and he's like you know it's furnished it's got a kitchen it's got ac and all that kind of stuff like privacy be perfect so he went to his father and asked asked uh, if we could use it and he's like um you know i'm gonna have to ask around about that because you know because uh, there's there's this thing about sure satanism and you know summoning demons and stuff like that so you know uh that might make some people uncomfortable and sure enough it did at first we couldn't we couldn't get the place and uh it it took my friend uh, a few times talking to his father and him pulling some strings and talking some sense to them being like you know we're not trying to raise demons and devils and practice satanism or anything like that it's just uh it's just a game so you know um, eventually we got it, but we had to jump through all those hoops because they really thought it was a thing, you know? Yeah. Well, you'd like to think that's, that's done now, but, uh, I have a friend in, uh, Decorah, Iowa, kind of Northeast Iowa and, uh, their, their card shop, um, they play magic, but they, uh, they have to play angels. They can't play planeswalkers hmm. um, because those are, you know, could, could be, you know, tools of the devil or whatever. And so they have all these modified rules for cleaning up magic. So it's, um, yeah. it, it just, you know, it's kind of interesting to me now. now. It's a different world. My son now has played, he, I think he's in three different campaigns currently, but it's all online. Hmm. It's all, you know, he, he's in uh, 
he does roll 20 and then forge, I think is the other system, but, um, you know, he's done, he's done probably a dozen of them now, but all of them, uh, virtual. So it's like, I would have killed for that when I was a kid. I grew up in a town of 3000 yeah. people, you know, right. And then three other people to play with was like, you know, pulling teeth. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think that's a good thing. I think we're in a real, um, you know, kind of renaissance for that. Um, well, for sure. things like alien, you know, yeah. for all these, I mean, look at all the, all the IPs just in the last two years, um, that have opened up, you know, for RPGs. I mean, you can play my little pony, yeah. um, you know, GI Joe transformers. I mean, if you, if you remember it from your childhood, I bet there's probably an RPG for it. Yeah, for sure. Um, in fact, uh, free league who made alien RPG is, they're churning out IPs as well. And I think uh, the latest one coming out soon, I think is Blade Runner, which is pretty oh, cool. That'd yeah. Be a lot of fun. But uh, going back to D and I think, uh, I don't know. Do you watch stranger things? Yeah. 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 I, um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I haven't watched any of the new season, but yeah. uh, it, it's, you know, I'm familiar with how it, how it interacts with D and D, which is kind of, you know, I mean, that's kind of how the whole first season came about was the, right. what the, de- the demigorgon. The, yeah. Uh, I feel like when yeah. that, when that show debuted, tabletop RPGs kind of started to come around again. I think it kind yeah. of made it, made it cool, you know? Yeah. You know, I think that did for, um, for RPGs, kind of what Will Wheaton's thing did. Uh, a few oh, years yeah. ago for board games. Yeah. Um, where it, you know, it kind of made that, made being a nerd cool again. Right. Um, you know, and now you've got uh, Stranger Things, obviously, you've got Critical Role, um, you know, several really popular programs. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, I think you, I think there's a lot more interest in it now, and it's definitely more accessible than it was, you know, when we were kids. Like, you don't have to go to the one bookstore, you know, two hours away to dig up, you know, D and D books. It's yeah. It, yeah. It, it, you can get it all almost all online now. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, even when I was young, you know, and going through high school, even it's still was kind of frowned upon, you know, being a, a geek yeah. or a nerd was like, man, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah yeah you it, yeah if you played D when we were in school it was you were the weird kid you know yeah uh it, it's you know oh there's a kid that wears the cloak and you know yeah. carries monster books <laughs> around with him and it's like that now you do that and they'd be like oh that kid's got a cool cloak on that's yeah cool. right <laughs> for sure so anyway moving on um Getting into our campaign, Halifax, uh, under Alien RPG, just kind of give everybody an idea of like what kind of campaign Halifax is. So the framework is built around the space trucker campaign uh, through Alien RPG. So basically, it's if you think of the original alien movie that is basically Halifax. It's a, it's a group of people working for a company. Um, 
in this case, just like Alien uh, under Wayland Yutani, that basically goes around picking up cargo and delivering it all over the stars of the middle heavens. So we're spending a lot of time together. Uh, well, actually, we're not really spending a lot of time together because we spend a lot of time in, uh, in a lot in, of time in our cryopods in, in the cry. Yeah. Cry sleep. So I think, I think, uh, cable put it best where he said, you know, it's like our life is just a constant barrage of bullets of stress. Cause you're sleeping. Yeah, that was really and you a, wake up really and deal with shit. Yeah. Yeah. You wake <laughs> You wake up in the middle of a shit storm, and uh, yeah. when it's over, you go back to sleep. And it's yeah. like, uh, you know, it is uh, if anybody's watched, you know, he's um, he's our pilot that you know has a pretty severe case of PTSD and uh, a, a pretty prominent case of alcoholism. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, I think that's what's fascinating about this system in our game in particular is it is very. Uh, it's character driven rather than situation driven. I mean, um, and, and you just, you know, you as mother and the GM just kind of roll with it. I mean, it's, uh, I, I don't know a lot of, I, I don't know a lot of GMs that if you said, you know, okay, this guy's an alcoholic, the GM would be like, Oh, whoa, whoa, what? You know, yeah. or you're like, okay, yeah, let's, let's run with that. I'll, uh-huh. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, all right, well, you got to make a roll. Let's, uh, you know, let's do it. And it's, yeah. uh, I think it really helps the story. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it's almost like doing, you know, three hours of improv every, every other week. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. that, that's a really, you know, neat thing to be a part of, you know, from my end that, uh, you know, there's secret agendas and, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, messages from corporate and these things. All these different things going on, you know, both in in front of the camera and behind the camera, and it's uh, gives it gives it a lot of depth, um, you know. And that's uh, I, I think a lot of that's built into the alien system, as simple as it is. Um, yeah, and that's that's really cool. You know, sometimes with D and D, it can feel like you're on uh, like you're playing a Call of Duty game where it's all on rails. Mm-hmm. Um, Constantly, you know, yeah. It, it it's go to town, go to battle, get your loot, go back to town, right? You know, and uh, you know, save save the princess, go back to the castle. Uh, where here, it's uh, like you said, we're space truckers. It's there's mm-hmm. no there's no castle, there's no end. It's uh, you know, pick up the cargo, move it, deal with what's there. Um, we spend a lot of our sessions sometimes just just on the monotony of life, just, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, eating, fixing something on the ship, loading and loading cargo. Uh, and that that makes those explosive moments even more impactful. Right. Because you're not, you know, you're not just moving from from monster to monster. Yeah, and you know, like the the Halifax, the ship, you know, it's not like it's a, a luxurious ship, and um, you know, you're sleeping on bunks that pretty much suck, and you know, or you're in a cryo tube, but you're also, you know, when you're when you're traveling, 
the uh, Halifax is bound to get banged up or something like that by debris or, you know, electrical storms, whatever. And um, you were saying, like, we'll, we'll spend time. We have spent an hour or so just deciding on what to repair because we're limited yeah. on parts, you know, and um, kind of like, well, do we need this more than that or, you know. And then how do we yeah, get I mean, more what, parts in case this happens again? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's what uh, Coker was before was that, uh, you know, we spent one whole one whole game session fixing the coffee pot because, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was a critical part of the ship. And it's stuff like that that, like, you can see where some people are like, you, you, you did what? You spent your three-hour D&D session fixing a coffee pot? But it's yeah. like... I can't, I can't explain it to you that that was the most exciting repair of a coffee pot. That, uh, but you know, it's I don't know. As as a you know near fifty year old man, it's our chance to be Han Solo. You know, yeah. you're the we're not we're not even smugglers. We're the you know we're the guy in the semi and Smokey and the Bandit. All we're doing is hauling goods from point A to point B and just yeah. you know, hoping we don't die in between. Yeah, that's for sure. And then you even have the moments where, you know, something does break and, you know, there was, there was a time when, um, it was recent, I think it was a thruster that broke or something. I can't remember what it was, but, uh, cable decided to tag along with the Andromeda to learn how to repair it. And in doing so, it actually improved his character. So there's also those kind of mechanics too, where, you can share each other's knowledge. Um, and that is actually yeah. the way you level up instead of just saying, you know, you level it up, here's a few points, add it to a stat and, you know, grab a, grab a skill and a feat and, you know, and then yeah, suddenly you, know. you can use a broadsword. You <laughs> right. know, it's, uh, yeah, I really appreciate that about the system they created that it's, um, you know, sure. You can learn, you can learn piloting, but you need to carve out and figure out how to spend an entire game day, doing it yeah um you know and we've been uh i don't know we're you know six sessions into this season i think and uh we haven't had a spare day to sit down and uh mm-hmm. and do that and so it's uh really kind of makes you think about it that like you said it, it's more than just okay i'm gonna put five points into mm-hmm. whatever this random skill is and um you know, and, and it makes you think too when you're when you're in a situation, and it's like, okay, you know, I only have so many points in this. Can I manipulate this guy? Can I? Uh, mm-hmm. h- how do I resolve this situation? Because I can't fight him. You know, I, I've got no skill in a handgun, and so I'm just going to be waving it around <laughs> in the air. Uh, and uh, yeah, that adds a lot of depth, I think, without without really complicating it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, speaking of of combat, like we, we've hardly experienced much combat. Uh, really, I think we just with, within your case, just had our first combat scenario out of this season. Um, Yeah. Which, which some people out there, may or may not know that uh, we actually did it twice because the first time around was a complete disaster, which I'll, I'll take 
I'll take full responsibility uh, on that. But uh, the the second t- time around went went much smoother. We, I pretty much scrapped that first attempt, and you know, I I said to everybody, let's just can we just try that again, please? <laughs> yeah, and it did. I, I think the second time it worked much more. Um, as as the game in the universe is intended, where uh, we fought what we could fight, and then when things got bigger, we we fled. Yeah, um, and that's that's kind of the alien universe. Is you're not you're not going to stand there toe to toe with with any kind of alien life form. That's right. Um, you're gonna you know, especially when that's the other difference here is. I mean, we've got what three health points. Uh, yeah. So it, you're not you're not built for combat damage, um, and they do a lot of interesting things. Like uh, you can really tweak your character. Um, mm-hmm. My particular skill is I uh, I'm willing to sacrifice a crew member to save my own hide. Um, I think <laughs> in the last com- uh, combat I shoved Andromeda in front of me, yeah. um, so she could take the bullet and I could hide in the bushes. Um, and it's great. It really helps you wrap your brain around, you know, the, the heart of your character. It's, yeah. I, I really like that, that part of it. I mean, we're definitely a unique group, you know? Yeah, it's, that's for uh, sure. That there's, there's nobody in our crew that's just phoning it in. It, it's, uh, you know, we, we've, we've talked about that, that there'll be, um, we'll have two hours of a session where we're just doing, just mundane things and then in mm-hmm. the last 15 minutes it just all blows apart and i mean we're at each other's throats in the hallway and <laughs> and then it's time to go and it's like what do you mean i'm just getting worked up here yeah uh, yeah but but it's uh yeah it's amazing how connected you can get to uh to to an imaginary character you know, oh, I know. I mean, there's, there's, there, there are some nights. I would actually say most nights that we get done a session, and I can't go to sleep. I'll, yeah, I'll it, relax. It, I'll read a book or you know anything to try to to get to to settle down and stuff like. That. I mean, I'll stay up till two, three o'clock in the morning, still, still riding off the high that I got from our our session that night. <laughs> Well, and it, I can't imagine for you because I mean, where I've just got to process, you know, what what yeah. I said and did, and the information I have, and uh, you know, I'm like, I just like a choke ward, like, I, you know. <laughs> and then you've got you've got the pilot, you've got cable, you know, just melting down because he doesn't know who knows what. Yeah. Um, but you have to leave, and then you have to process all of that and how that all interconnects mm-hmm. um, yeah. and, and you said i think last time you said you spend what six to eight hours a week uh yeah pre- preparing for you know a session mm-hmm. um, so it's i mean that's with a kid and a wife that's that's pretty <laughs> admirable that it's uh it's like having a part-time job dealing with us idiots it's, it really um, yeah kind of is but you know yeah. i i just i love it so much so yeah, I'm okay with it. It, it, uh, it, it. It's really cool. And it's, um, 
it's neat to see, uh, as Cable and I were talking before, it's like to be able to see your frustration level, you know, it's like you can see the color (laughs) change where it's like, that's it. I'm done with you idiots. Everybody in the mess hall now. Yeah. (laughs) I I, am tired of this. It's, uh, you know, so, so we've, through our own devices, we've created the Imogen problem, I think, as we've referred to it. Um, yeah, that's right. And, but, and, she's, uh, and she's been aware of the whole time. Yeah, and she's, I mean, that adds this whole paranoia of, yeah. you know, who knows what and what do we do now? And, uh, you know, I, I'm really curious to see where that, that storyline goes, you know, how we, how we resolve that. Because your one change there, I mean, it, like, through the car in reverse going down the highway. Like we were, I, we were within about eight hours of having a solution. And uh, you're like, Nope, we're not going to do this anymore. Now, yep. now you got, now you got to start all over again. And so it's like, uh, and I love so throwing I, those wrenches, man. It's so oh, much fun. Yeah. It's, it's like, Oh man, what do we do? And uh, just as, the, you know, just as you think, you know, you start getting a little more comfortable and you think you got to figure it out. It's like, Nope. I don't think so. Yeah, Try and again. it's great because it it completely changes the crew dynamic too. Mm-hmm. Because you know we'd all kind of come to terms with what was going on, and uh, it dealt with some of the inner interpersonal issues. And then you throw one of those game monkey wrenches in it, and it's just it is literally back to square one. And yeah. it's like, uh, you know, what do we do now? Um, and, and I think there's. I think there's a lot of th- exciting things coming this season with uh, the the Imogen situation and uh, the the position we've put ourselves in on the on the Halifax. And I can't wait till every session. Like I'm more, I, I've got yeah. I can't say anything, but yeah, I look forward to it yeah, so yeah. much. And there's <laughs> there's something about doing it digitally that's just really cool that. Uh, we can do it on Discord, and you can pull people into the captain's quarters and have a private mm-hmm. conversation. And having the ship up there, you know, the whole time, it just it starts to feel like home. You're like, yeah. you know. Uh, but speaking of you know, those kind of conversations, uh, you know, private conversations, some of the conversations I keep from our video, our recordings and podcast stuff as well, because and I, I kind of I, I, I do that on on the fly. I'm like, do I? Would I really want this information to be available to everyone? And uh, a lot of times, it's no, because I want them to be surprised too. You know, and it's sure. it's easy to just listen to it and get you know get everything straight, but to have them feel it just as much as we do is, I think. You know, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it that way and we start to realize that we're not only playing a game, but we're telling a story. Right. uh, Exactly. It it really helps. You know, you you start to think about that in in the relation to your character. It's like, what, what does everybody else know about me, you know, versus what I know and how do I portray that? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, uh, it's neat trying to um, kind of suss out what the other guy's (laughs) motives are. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and so, uh, it, for a crew that's in outer space, and we kind of have to trust each other to some extent, uh, to a great extent, nobody trusts anybody. Pretty much. Um, yeah. And it's like, we come to some um, stalemates, but it's it's definitely, um, and it doesn't help that out of out of the crew, there's two of us that are brand new this year. Yeah, um, because of uh, mysterious things that happened last season, uh, and so that's changed the dynamic too, and that's. Uh, it, it was interesting how how seamless from our end you you made that work hmm. um, that it it functioned well for the story that was like okay well you know it, cap, captain and your uh, company man are no longer with us so you're gonna they're gonna get replaced when you yeah. get to the next space station there you're gonna take on a new captain and you're gonna pick up a new company man and uh, they get to figure it out and so it's uh, yeah, it uh, feels less like a game and more like a you know long television series. Sometimes it does. Yeah, I mean, Wayland Utani's there to make money, so uh, you know they're going to get things back to working as soon as possible. So, and speaking of that, so it's a it's it's a space trucker campaign where we are basically running around delivering cargo from one place to another. And I think if you were to say that to somebody just that they'd be like, okay, well that sounds a lot of fun, <laughs> but um, there's, I, there's just so much more to it. It's, it's the, it's the travel, it's the interacting with different places and the different, um, dynamics of those places, you know, I'm just now with our latest couple of sessions getting into different companies. I, I kind of kept it all internal up until this is really the first time I've, I'm trying to expand on the lore and, uh, this is my first attempt at it. Now there's not a lot on it. So some of it I'm kind of making up. Um, but other, you know, I, I mean, that's what it's about. And, uh, <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's interesting. You mentioned that it's like, you know, almost, uh, Star Trek esque where it's, uh, we will deliver, uh, uh, deliver our cargo to a planet and each planet, uh, or station kind of has its own dynamic. Um, and there's been a number of times where, uh, we leave for one reason or another, and it's mm-hmm. like, man, I, I feel like I missed a piece of the puzzle there. Like, yeah. I, I should have done, I should have done something differently, or I should have, uh, you know, we should have pushed that guy a little bit more. And it's like, uh, and and you put us into situations where it's, uh, you know, go to the crew versus the go to the many, right? So it's, uh, you know, okay, we've got this person that. You know, we suspect she might be a hostage, but do we put the whole crew at risk to save this hostage, or do we, you know, w- wish her the best and yeah. move on with our day? And uh, that's a it's a tough moral choice. Where it it's really like, is. Okay, how much 
how much risk do we put into this? It's because uh, uh, at the end of the day, like I said, we're here to make money. And as, as um, working stiffs, we're, we're going to look out for ourselves mm-hmm. um, and the guys, the guys and girls that are going to help us make money. And so at some point, everybody else kind of becomes expendable. And that's uh, yeah. a weird place to be sometimes that, um, you know, even down to when you start to wonder if your own crew is expendable, it's like, yeah, if right. It, if it's save me or save the doctor, I'm probably going to save myself. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we can get a new doctor, especially that company, man. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's been, that's a ton of fun to play where it's yeah. just, um, well, you you, ben- you you mentioned earlier that that your one of your skills is th- throwing somebody in front of you um, to take the punch, and, and all I can think of the perfect example of that is in the first. No, I'm sorry, in Aliens, the uh, the second movie where uh, Burke actually where, where all the aliens start um, they get into the room and the and the Marines start firing at all of them. Burke just runs away and attempts to lock out everybody. But yeah. And that's, that's kind of yeah. what I try to keep in mind as yeah. I, as I'm doing this is that particular scene where it's like, yeah. you know, if, if a xenomorph was to come into the mess hall, what I'm going to do is leave and slam the button to shut the door and, yeah. you know, hope you guys come out. Okay. <laughs> if, you, if you don't, hopefully the coffee pot survives. Uh, it, it's, uh, and that's not going to win me any friends, but that's okay. That's, um, you know, yeah. it's, it's a neat role to play. And that's, I try to keep him in mind when I'm doing it, just that kind of, uh, smarmy, you know, I, I always saw Bert mm-hmm. just kind of schlumpy. He just, you know, he, he's in a suit. He's worn about three days too long. And <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it, Yeah. You can't tell whether he's trying to help you or stab you in the back and right. you know, do a little bit of both. And, um, yeah. And so that's, that's a neat place. The story's going is putting that in. Well, I can't, how do I act to that role when I don't trust what's going on? And so it's, uh, it's been interesting trying to kind of find that lane and that channel. Um, yeah. So and some of the stuff you throw out there is definitely <laughs> uh, made made the crew members think. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, I, I think uh, I think Ward was ready to toss me out the airlock after yeah. the second session. But, <laughs> I don't uh, think he was ready for all that, but gosh, yeah. it, was, it was so great. It was so good. Yeah, and the. Uh, yeah, I, he and I were talking, you know, real world offline, and he's like, "Well, as long as you're not, you know, you don't come in like the one company guy that just wanted to shoot everybody." And yeah, yeah. like, you know, maybe I, I don't want to shoot the I, I don't want to shoot the gun. Yeah, I you know, I use political means to get you thrown off the ship. You know, I'll convince <laughs> right. everybody else you're a bad guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get my hands dirty. Um, but yeah, it you know, I I I, I don't know. I, I like to think I'm a pretty decent guy in, in life. And so it's neat to be able to play a, uh, a, a character like that. It's very similar to the D and D or even an art, you know, a good video game RPG character that I play is, um, 
very um very gray moral areas right um you know i have i have a code but it is my code and you know i don't really care about the laws of the land um, yeah the, yep. the code is to line my pockets and to protect my hide um, yeah but, yeah and I, I think it all works out pretty well it, it's you know. for just being a bunch of space truckers, like you said, that how how complicated some of those relationships get. Yeah, for sure. And how much you connect to them. I mean, it's uh, you start to like some of these people um, and it's uh, it makes the hard decisions harder. And it's. Um, yeah, and, and you you're very good at manipulating that that part of it and that makes it it makes it fascinating it's uh it, it's always exciting to see what's coming the next the next episode we're never we're never bored yeah for sure um that's a, that's the thing though you get the connection with the players and stuff it's um and one of the reasons why i've kind of avoided combat so much is because everybody no matter what class you pick you're unless you know you go into the marines um everybody's pretty squishy it, it it doesn't take much to for a character to yeah. die and um that worries me because you know I, I i understand we could you know bring in another character and stuff like that but you build these relationships and there's all this history and it scares me just to throw that all away it doesn't mean yeah. I won't challenge all of you, but you know, it's still, I'm, I'm going to have to hope for the best. I guess when, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, at, at some, you know, we make sacrifices, but uh, when you think about, um, you know, all the things that uh, Cable and Ward have been through together mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah. and, uh, and the bond they have, um, you know, both the bond and the division, like, you know, we, uh, earlier this season when we come out and they're, you know, they're drunk and bloody, it's like, what the hell happened? Like, yeah. and then you start to wonder, it's like, uh, did he throw him down the ladder? Like what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's, it's like having a book with an unreliable narrator. Right. Like, you know, Okay, I've only gotten one piece of this. How do I get the rest of this story? Yeah. Uh, and this and thing so, too, like like you say, it's like a story, so it's like you don't want to, you know. I know I know the 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 popular thing to do these days is to off you know the um, main characters and stuff like that, but yeah, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, if one of them were to die, I don't, I, I don't know how we'd uh, how we'd react to that. That would. Um, that would be an interesting one. Um, and it's it, Imogen is obviously a major focus this, this season. Yeah. Um, and I think even, even the way that situation is going to shake out, however that is, um, it's going to be a because it's own um, attachment. Imogen Imogen likes me. Imogen really likes uh, Cable. Um, you know, Ward has uh, Ward has a special attachment to her. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, I think Carson's the only one that's just kind of uh, wondering what he got himself into. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Poor Carson. You know, however that... Uh, Your mic's cracking up a little bit. What's that? Your mic's cracking up a little bit. Oh. Oops. Technical difficulties. Yep. See if that's any better. Yeah, there you go. But um, yeah. Speaking of Imogen, like that that character has become has evolved way beyond even what I anticipated, um, and my connection to that character has become pretty strong. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, because you play that character on a on a daily basis, so it's yeah. you're on a regular basis. Uh, and so, yeah, you, you've got a completely different that character and it's, yeah. uh, and I'm sure that's something that an entire season. Oh, you're, cra- you're cracking up again. Uh, but it's like, okay, well, let's, let's roll. This. Yeah. yeah. Your mic's cracking up again. My internet is cutting in and out a little bit. No. Um. Anyhow, uh, there's one thing I wanted to bring up that I get a lot. Uh, that is, people. I don't know how many times I've been asked when I post our like episodes and such. They ask, um, why the name Halifax, and. The short answer is, I don't know. Uh, but the long answer is the original pilot that was in episodes, I believe, one, two, and three named. I gave I gave him the option to name a ship, uh, and and he named the ship Halifax, and I never asked why, and I still haven't asked why, um, but. The question I usually get asked is like, do you live by this Halifax or that Halifax or do you live by a Halifax? I'm guessing that there is quite a few Halifax cities or counties or something. I don't know, but no, I have no association with Halifax anywhere other than the ship that I didn't name. So anyway, I just wanted to clarify that, but I think it's a pretty cool name. I, I agree. I think that uh, that should be a mystery we have to solve is the, yeah. the name of the ship. I, uh, I went to Richmond, Virginia last weekend, and we had to go through Halifax, North Carolina, and so I, I thought of that. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I think I North Carolina, Virginia. I'll have to look up which one it was, but there was a town, Halifax. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that's... No kidding. I wonder if that's okay. it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, All right. Well, I have to look that up then. So there might be a Halifax nearby that I didn't know about. <laughs> so, I guess we covered quite a bit already. And um, I, I guess the last thing I really kind of want to touch on is, and we, we already kind of lightly touched on it, is what makes Alien RPG different from the other 
the other um, tabletop RPG RPGs that we've played. Um, you know, I've played, like I've mentioned, I've played uh, Rifts, which was brief, and I played a lot of D and D, and then also played Dragon Age tabletop RPGs. And Alien RPG feels like a whole different yeah, ball game. However, I could be biased about that because this is also my first time DMing anything for game othering as it's referred to in Alien RPG. So, but, and I also know a hell of a lot of Alien lore. You know, I don't claim to be as extreme expert in all of it, but I'm a huge fan and uh, I, 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 you know, read and watched. I can't even tell you how many times I've watched the movies. So, am I biased? <laughs> yeah. I am. Well, <laughs> I, I think for me, it's the fact that we're playing real people. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not playing an imaginary dwarf. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're playing more of a real person with real motivations. Um, mm, and well it's, the, the system is set up to be very, um, very reactive and very, very story and scenario driven mm-hmm. rather than just, um, you know, okay, roll for initiative. Now we're going to roll for combat. Um, and, and that's fine if that's, that's what you're, what you're about, but it really, um, I think it's really the characters that makes, makes this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you can, if you're a fan at all of the alien universe, you can really start to connect to things like Burke or Ripley or, mm-hmm. um, you know, those where it's like, man, it, it makes you, I, I'll say I went back and watched the first movie after we started playing this and it makes you look at the movies completely differently. It does. Um, it really does. You know, it, it really changes your whole viewpoint um, on the movies and the crew and um, that's neat. That to me is the sign of something that works. Um, yeah. That uh, I've never, I never got that out of the fantasy um, kind of systems where, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would watch game of Thrones and be like, Oh, okay. I could be that guy. But here it's like, okay. Uh you know, yeah, that's how our crew would probably respond to that situation too. You know, it's uh, especially the first one because the first one is just so um, it is almost mundane Mm -hmm. um, where it's just them doing their thing. Uh, Trying to make a living. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. Just trying to make a living, just, you know, doing what they're told and, uh, it, yeah, it's it's neat to be a part of that. Um, you know, I don't think any of us would be here if we weren't fans to some extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it's I don't know. That's what I really like about it is I is I feel to the character so much more because it's 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 a very you know it's a human character. It's a very um, a very real person to play. That's I think that's. Yeah, well said. And I mean, obviously, we're not doing space travel yet, but you know, you take a scenario where you have a crew running—I don't know—a a ship or a or a submarine or 
I don't know, some kind of aircraft or something like that, uh, you know, in today's world. And you could almost have the same kind of scenario almost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we could take this and make it an aircraft carrier rather than the Halifax. And I think the behaviors would be very similar. Yes. Yeah. You know, and everybody's got their, you know, except for, uh, except for, you know, Cato has their, uh, has their own, you know, uh, skill set to keep Halifax going and stuff like that. So, you know, it's very, I guess it's very relatable in that sense. Yeah. Well, and, and you pointed out earlier, and that's something I think about our system, our game in particular, that's unique because we don't have a Marine. We don't yeah. have a combat detachment at all. So we're not, we're not geared for that. Um, and, and so, yeah, when we're, when we do fight something and we're fumbling around with military rifles and dragon flamethrowers <laughs> out of closets and, um, yeah. it's very relatable in the sense that like, okay, great. I have a flamethrower. Now what? Yeah. Um, right. So I'm not skilled with this thing. <laughs> yeah. I no idea. I'm just as liable to kill one of you as I am to, uh, yeah. you know, kill that, that creature. But, uh, that's that's how that would go. I mean, if I picked up a flamethrower, I'd have no idea what to do with it. Like, I know right. the general principle, but, uh, yeah, very relatable is the best way to put it. it it's um, And that, to me, just makes it so cool. It yeah. Just, um, it, yeah, I, I look forward to every session. Um, and, and I look forward, like I said earlier, is uh, I think this will be a great place for us to not only share that love of the game, but to kind of mm. decompress. Um, right. Decompress those interactions because there's, there's times where we leave at 11 o'clock, just fuming at each other, just, yeah. you know, <laughs> like it's heated. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, no, I don't want to log off. I, you know, I want to keep is, arguing with Ward for yeah. another 15 minutes. Like, <laughs> right. how dare you cut me off and go to bed? <laughs> uh, that's yeah, not, that's, it's, uh, that's another thing too about that I feel is different about Alien RPG. I'm sure you could take any kind, any tabletop RPG and kind of alter it to make it similar. But I feel like Alien RPG and 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 it was my intention. This is how I wanted it. I wanted it to be a, a, a campaign that everybody contributes to the story. And instead of me just telling you, you know, this is how it is and this is how you got to go. And if you don't go that way, well, okay, so I got to write this and, you know, we'll get back to it and stuff like that. You know, no, I didn't want it like that. I wanted it where everybody, there are times where I sit there for an hour and do nothing but listen to you all. You know, and I love it. That's what I wanted. I wanted you guys to make the story too. Yeah, and that's that's very much what it feels like. Is like, and 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 we can all tell that there's other times where you're like, I, I prepared two hours worth of stuff. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to get to the first five minutes of it because these guys are idiots. <laughs> it, it's you know, it, it, you know, they're going to argue about giving the pilot a shot. Yeah, you know, a medical shot for an hour. Um, you know, when I had this whole thing planned, but right. it's that stuff that really makes the sessions. I mean, that just, it is, it, 
that's part of my my issue with D&D games I've played in the past mm-hmm. is it sometimes feels like, you know, okay, this this is what you see, this is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, where our campaign doesn't have any of that. It, it's uh, at most we get, a, okay, you're on the planet, here's the situation, here's the person. Yeah. What are you going to do? It, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it, you're, you're uh, watching us for any period of time that, uh, you know, Joe's often fond of, okay, yeah. We're going back to, uh, you know, Cable and Cato. Wh- what are you two doing? What, right. you know, what are you, what are you going to do? Yeah. Huh? Uh, yeah. There's no, there's no, well, you, there's no great quest. There's no, there's no like end game. You know, there's just, like you said, again, you're just making a living and whatever happens as we go is we got to deal with. So, and that's the way it's going. And then we're all working together to, make it happen to make, to, to come up with this story. And and that's it. And I, and I think the recording helps with that too, that Mm -hmm. um, we, we very seldom um, in game break out a character where it's just completely off topic. um, You know? And so it's, uh, I think that helps it too, because you're not, we're not taking those weird tangents into, you know, story time or whatever, where it's, mm-hmm. um, you really get focused on the story yeah. when you know that, because it's like, okay, you know, I, I'm, I'm filming this episode. I need to, you know, I need to stay focused on this and, and man, you fall into it. And it's like, <laughs> I, I mean, I'll tell you playing board games. I got the, I love it, but I've typically got the attention span of a house fly. Like right. it, it's, you know, <laughs> I, I can play my turn, but, I'm going to be on my phone and doing a hundred different things. But like <laughs> when we get into these sessions, I can't focus on anything else. Like, yeah, it's like, uh, I, I don't yep. miss anything, you know, it's, uh, and that's, that's really cool. You do a really great job with that. I appreciate um, it. So it's, yeah, it, it, it is really exciting. Um, and, and yeah, I look forward to, uh, the rest of the season of both the round table and uh, our adventures on the Halifax. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, I mean, I really love this, this, the makeup of this group. So, and everybody gels so well. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes next. I think I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I mean, I am. And, uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's, it's there's a lot to look forward to. Still, well, feel and, free to share all the spoilers you want. I won't yeah. tell any of the other guys. <laughs> That's just, right. Just between <laughs> us, you just you tell me what's coming, and I'll keep our secrets. Yeah. Yep. Now, but um, yeah. So that pretty much um wraps it up for tonight. Unless you got anything else you wanted to say. I don't. I uh, I feel like this was a bit of deja vu, but uh, yeah. I, I look forward to uh, to our next episode and uh, Cable being back and feeling better. And uh, we'll we'll have to pressure the rest of the crew and see if we can uh, get, get them, them to share their Halifax stories. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I I've enjoyed this, so I look forward to doing it again. Yeah, I think this was uh, this is a neat addition to the uh, to the Halifax. I look forward to it. Fingers crossed that audio came out by this time. So, 
Here's, here's hoping nobody has said anything in the chat that I can see. So yeah, that's, uh, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. <laughs> All right. So let me go ahead and close this out here. So that's, um, that's it. That's going to do, that's going to do it for tonight. Um, be sure to check out, uh, ties at buying gaming on YouTube to keep tabs on our next episodes. It's been a pleasure, everyone. Uh, Thanks and good night. Thank you for listening to the Halifax Roundtable. Be sure to click follow on your podcast app to get notified when a new episode arrives. You can also follow Ties That Bind Gaming on prominent social media platforms. Have a great day.